Am I in the air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, it's a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest necks on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don Mega and unseen, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? My name is Don Mega, and I'm your host, and I'm so happy that you're here to join me once again to get caught up in all the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news, television, movies, non-spoiler reviews. This is your one-stop shop from a week-to-week basis. You come here, and you get caught up with everything that's going down. It's season 25, it's episode 9, and tonight's show is titled, Lift Me Up. We're going to be talking about everything that dropped in the last week of entertainment news from November 8th through November 14th. We're broadcasting live from the Red Dragons Radio Studios in a very cool Tucson, Arizona. Yes, finally the weather has chilled out, and it's glorious. We are broadcasting live on this Monday. It is November the 14th, and I'm happy to be back with you guys. I got two non-spoiler movie reviews for you. I got a TV show to talk about, and we'll get caught up in everything that's gone down in the past seven days. How's that sound? Sound good? Let's do it. So we're going to start right off, of course, with our non-spoiler review of the number one movie in the world, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, Yes, I saw this movie this past Thursday on the preview night over in IMAX. Been waiting for this movie. This is one of my most anticipated films of the year. The long-awaited sequel to the original Black Panther film. And of course, we've had uh, a lot of changes in the world since that last film. Uh, As you all know, Chadwick Boseman died a couple years ago. Um, And uh, they were just getting ready to get started on this movie. So everything paused, got delayed, movie had to be rewritten. They chose to not recast T'Challa and go into this movie and basically kill off T'Challa, just like Chadwick Boseman in real life, and kind of uh, keep the story rolling. So very controversial. A lot of people supported the idea of not recasting, and then a lot of people said, no, it's stupid. We need T'Challa. Let's recast. But they chose to go this way in honor of him, right? And finally the movie hits. And what a movie it was. Within the first five minutes of this film, I have tears streaming down my face. In the last five minutes of this film, I have tears streaming down my face. Uh, I think there was a couple moments in the middle of this film where I maybe had tears running down the middle of my face. Uh, This movie was an emotional roller coaster. Um, Obviously dealing with grief dealing with loss um, while also uh, having a very highly entertaining movie with action and superheroes and an underwater world, as you see in the trailer with Namor. This is one I feel like I really need to tiptoe around because it is Black Panther and a lot of people still haven't seen it and I don't want to spoil anything. What I'm going to loosely say about this movie is that it worked for me. It worked on all levels for me. Um, like I said, from an emotional standpoint, to an action standpoint, to a story point standpoint, to an MCU film standpoint, from an acting standpoint, from a visually stunning film standpoint, it literally checked off every single box for me. 
performances are outstanding in this film. I mean, outstanding. The first film was good. I think they're even more outstanding here. Letitia Wright, hands off to her. Uh, she, of course, Shuri, she's amazing, and she really leads this film. She takes charge in it in every which way, and you're along this journey with her. You got Lapita Nyong'o. You got Denai Guerrero, who's so amazing as Okoye. Okoye really becoming one of my favorite characters in the MCU. She's so good. Mbaku, of course, Winston Duke coming back. We get introduced to Dominique Thorne playing Riri Williams, a.k.a. Ironheart. So we get a little bit into her story before we get her own Disney Plus series down the road. To Nochureta, um, who plays Namor. Oh, my God. This guy is an unknown He's not unknown anymore. Amazing as Namor and can't wait to see his solo movie. Angela Bassett, of course, the queen, Queen Ramonda. Um, but she's a queen in real life and Angela Bassett kills it. And don't be surprised if you see an Oscar nomination um, early next year. The list goes on and on and on. Lots of great characters. This movie here, amazing. Chef's Kiss, amazing. Took me on a ride that I cannot wait to return to. I have uh, am already planning my second trip back to Wakanda. That's for damn sure. I need to see this movie again, and I hope to see it again very, very soon. Um, so, guys, really, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, without getting into spoilers, five out of five stars from me. It really did what it needed to do. Uh, if you watch my video review that is up on our Instagram page and our TikTok, it's my 60-second quick thoughts, non-spoiler. Check out the video. You can see how excited I am about it. Um, and I'm hoping, uh, if everything goes according to plan, we're going to be really breaking this film down in a couple days as we are planning to get the team together to do an Am I Still on the Air, Black Pan Panther, Wakanda Forever spoiler review, uh, hopefully Wednesday or Thursday this week. So stay tuned. Keep an uh, eye on our social media. We're going to let you know when it hits. We'll be doing it live on YouTube. Of course, we'll have the audio version up as well, too. So hopefully, uh, me, Peeps Friggins, will be getting it down here in just a couple days, and we can really dissect this film. But from right now, from a non-spoiler standpoint, amazing. Ryan Coogler directs a hell of a movie that hits on every level. So, um, and of course, tonight's show titles lift me up, which is the beautiful Rihanna song. That is the theme song to this movie. Uh, the film ends on this song. It's emotional. Every time I hear this song in the radio, I almost want to cry. Uh, it's a beautiful song and really wraps up this film. And I wanted to pay homage to that by having tonight's show title be lift me up. So, uh, hopefully this movie lifted you up and gave you something to look forward to. And if you haven't seen it yet, what are you waiting for? Get out, check it out. My daughter loved it. My wife loved it. We all loved it. Uh, it was an amazing film. Okay. My second film <laughs> that I'm going to get into is definitely not on the same level as Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, but it's a, it's its own movie in its own right. And that is Weird, the Al Yankovic story. That's right. Weird Al Yankovic. You know him. You love him. His parody songs. Uh, this time, Weird Al, his biopic, played by Daniel Radcliffe, taking up the mantle as Weird Al, in a movie that, when I first heard about it, thought we were going to have kind of a Bohemian Rhapsodies type of style documentary kind of movie that would show us the story of Weird Al Yankovic. As this movie got closer to coming out, we started to hear that they really leaned in on the comedy side. And that it was kind of a spoof movie, right? Kind of think of a like a walk hard, the Dewey's cock story, right? Like something like that where it's like a mock biopic. And so I was kind of prepared for something along those lines, like his story, but a little bit far-fetched. Wow. They really went mock with this one and turned it up many, many notches. Because this movie is so over the top. It is so over the top ridiculous. But it is pretty damn funny. I give it up to Daniel Radcliffe. He's amazing as Weird Al. Evan Rachel Wood, who plays Madonna in this movie, so damn good. And she looks hot as hell. So that was awesome. Rain Wilson is Dr. Demento. Um, and the list goes on and on. A lot of cameos, a lot of people popping up in this one. Uh, this is a Roku original. So to see this one, you actually got to watch it on Roku. So yes, Roku has their own stuff now. So find a way to check it out. Because uh, it's free if you have a Roku. So I know a lot of Black Friday specials going on right now. You can get a Roku for like 20, 25 bucks. 
and then watch Weird, the the Al Yankovic story. I would give this movie three out of five. It's good, but it's a little too silly to really give it any better of a score. Um, I kind of wish to have gotten a little bit more of Al's real story, other than this far-fetched kind of tale. Um, but it was entertaining, and that's really what we love about movies at the end of the day. So, uh, weird, the Al Yankovic story over on Roku, uh, three out of five stars. And then my new show of the week goes to Tulsa King. Tulsa King is a new, um, crime drama that is from Taylor Sheridan, who of course a lot of people know from Yellowstone and Mayor of Kingstown, and of course a lot of the spinoff stuff going on. Uh, this one here stars Sylvester Stallone. Um, so basically he plays a mobster who's been in prison for 25 years, gets out, goes back to see the family and the family tells him, you know what? We're going to send you to Tulsa. And he's like, what? I don't want to go to Tulsa. And they're like, yo, that's what the family wants. That's what we need you to do. Go to Tulsa and set up shop and let's make some money. So Sylvester Stallone goes to Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he settles in. And uh, starts making connections, and we're off to the races. So only this first episode is released so far. It drops new episodes, I believe, every Sunday night. It's a Paramount Plus original, and I freaking loved it. This show was awesome. Sylvester Stallone is perfect for this role. He's badass, but he's also, like, doesn't take himself too seriously. He's got a good attitude. There's some comedy here. And it's really, really good. It really is. I was shocked. I thought the show looked good, but I didn't know it would be this good when I started watching it. And when I finished episode one, I was just ready for episode two. Cannot wait to watch more. I highly recommend you check out Tulsa King, now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. And speaking of Paramount+, Plus, I want to let you guys know that Smile Right, the big horror movie that everybody loved, and it's still in the box office. I believe it's still even in the top five. It is it's number five right now. Actually, hits Paramount Plus tomorrow, so you could start streaming one of the biggest horror movies of the year for free on Paramount Plus starting tomorrow. So, a little shout out there. But that's Tulsa King. I love it. And on a quick uh, shout out note, I always like to let you guys know when new seasons drop. Another big comedy that I love that's back is Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest is a really funny show that's on Apple TV+. Plus. Season 3 just came out a couple days ago. They dropped the first two episodes. I watched them. They're great. This show is hilarious. So if you have Apple TV+, Plus, check out Season 3 of Mythic Quest. So that's what I got for you guys review-wise. We got Black Panther Wakanda Forever now in theaters. And uh, go see it on the biggest screen possible. Five out of five stars. Weird, the Al Yankovic story, streaming now on Roku, and that's three out of five. Check out Tulsa King on Paramount Plus, and of course, Mythic Quest Season 3, now streaming on Apple TV Plus. All right, let's talk box office. Coming in number 10, it's Yashoda. Number 9 is Till. Number 8 is Banshees of Insurin. Number 7 is One Piece Film Red. Number 6 is Pray for the Devil. Number 5 is Smile. Number four is Lao Lao Crocodile. Number three is Ticket to Paradise, which you can also stream on VOD right now. Number two is Black Adam. Falling, uh, it was number one for three weeks straight. Now it's now fell to number two. And coming in number one, we talked about it. We love it. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, making $183 million uh, at the box office over the weekend, becoming the biggest November box office release of all time. It broke the uh, Hunger Games I believe Catching Fire record that, that was from many, many years ago. Um, so now Black Panther Wakanda Forever is the biggest November release of all time. And it's the second biggest movie of the year from a release standpoint, coming in behind Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which made about $188 million. So came close, but came in second at 183 So that's your box office. It made, uh, I think with worldwide totals, it comes in around the $330 million mark. So great, great start for Black Panther. So with that all out the way, let's get into our news of the last seven days or so. So of course we've had three Expendables movies. There was rumors years ago that they were going to do an Expendables movie, which was going to be an all-female spinoff. So talking with some of the producers of Expendables, because they were talking about the new fourth movie that comes out next year, 
they asked them, what happened to the Expendables? And basically they said, you know what? The more we thought about it, we couldn't come up with a rational story as to why we would need a team of all females. <laughs> it didn't make sense. It didn't make a narrative sense, you know, like, why don't we just put girls in the regular team with the guys, right? Which makes more sense to me as well. So they decided that that was just a better way to go and not really just try to come up with some odd way to just make an all-female team. So there's your update on the expended bells. Uh, Disney Plus is looking to do an Indiana Jones Disney Plus TV series. So that is in development. It's an early development. We don't know any other specifics. We don't know if this is going to be around indie, some side characters, uh, spinoff just in the universe. We don't know what they're going to do. They're, we just know that they're looking to do something inside um, the Indiana Jones world. Okay. Um, so we were blessed with the John Wick Chapter 4 trailer last week, which looks incredible. I love the John Wick franchise so much, and this trailer was beautiful. Then we got news that, you know, they've been talking about this spinoff movie set in the same world called Ballerina that will have Anna Diarmas in it. Well, we just found out that Ian McShane has signed on to star in the spinoff movie, and that Keanu Reeves is also in negotiations to come back and cameo, I'm guessing, as John Wick. I don't think it's going to be a big role uh, but I like that they're looking to bring him in just because it gives that gravitas. It gives, you know, the the bigger picture to the universe that um, John Wick would be in this movie, right? So I love it. I love the sound of this. I love Anna Diarmas. So let's go. Let's move forward to Ballerina. Welcome Keanu Reeves and Ian McShane to the cast. Uh, the Jodie Foster-led True Detective Season 4 has begun filming for HBO, which is awesome. And Hathaway and Sama Hayek are set to lead a new Netflix adaptation called Seesaw Monster. J.D. Dillard, uh, he says his Star Wars movie is no longer happening. Um, he, he, of course, is the director of Devotion, which comes out soon with Jonathan Majors. So they asked him because he was supposed to be developing a Star Wars movie. And he says, nah, it's not happening anymore. He's moved away from it. So guess that's that. Speaking of Devotion, we have the final trailer for the movie, so check that out. It's getting some pretty good early buzz on it, so I like that. They're making a, currently making a wrestling movie called The Iron Claw um, with Zac Efron, and they've just added um, MJF to the cast, and for those of you that don't know who MJF is, he's a wrestler in AEW, All Elite Wrestling. He's one of their most popular guys, and he's joining the cast, so congratulations there to MJF joining up for the Iron Claw. Uh, Clements Posey and Adam Negatis are joining the Walking Dead spinoff. Uh, Daryl Dixon, that's right. Um, so, you know, can't get enough of that Walking Dead, son. Speaking of Star Wars, so we find out that that one's not in develop anymore, but it sounds like Sean Levy is actually going to have a Star Wars movie in development. Uh, it sounds like everybody gets a Star Wars movie this day and age, right? You get a Star Wars movie, and you get a Star Wars movie, and everybody gets a Star Wars movie. Uh, Sean Levy, of course, director of Free Guy. He's a producer and director. He did Real Steel. He did uh, Stranger Things. Uh, he's going to be doing Deadpool 3. So after Deadpool 3, it sounds like he's going to move in and do a Star Wars movie. So he's definitely producing. They're trying to get him to confirm to direct. And we'll go from there. I think it's a great fit, though. I think Sean Levy would do something really cool in the Star Wars universe. Agatha, Coven of Chaos, has added comedian Shashir Zamata. So, great addition there. Of course, she uh, used to be on uh, SNL. So, a great addition there to this. She's super, super funny. We have the teaser trailer for The Whale, which, of course, is the big movie we've been talking about for a long time with Brendan Fraser, where he keeps getting all the standing, uh, standing ovations from Darren Aronofsky. This trailer is really a teaser. It does nothing. It's like 30 seconds long. You don't really see much. You don't really get much. And I don't really understand trailers like this because the point of a trailer is to get you excited for a movie. And I'm sorry, but a little 30-second tease of, like, shots of a window, shots of the wind blowing. Like, that's not what you do to sell a movie, guys. Come on. So, looking forward to seeing the first full trailer there. One of the biggest bombs of the year, Amsterdam, is getting a uh, digital uh, release, I believe, this week. Actually, no, it got a digital release last week, so it's already out. Uh, and then 4K and Blu-ray are coming next month, so looking to get some of that money back, son. 
Uh, Sylvester Stallone, we got an article up with him talking about updates on Rocky and Rambo. It sounds like they want to do a Rambo prequel series. Um, but then he says they're going back and forth to the studio, which want to just do a sequel series. So they keep button heads on what direction to take it. Same thing with Rocky. They want to do a Rocky prequel series. He doesn't know if that's the right way to go with it. I don't know how we do more Rocky at this point. I think going in the direction of Creed is perfect. I don't think we need any more Rocky Balboa. Uh, Rambo, I'd be curious to see where it goes. I have loved the last two Rambo movies, so I'd love to see him just kick some more ass if it's up to me. Uh, but check out the article to read all the details there on that. Uh, Gran Turismo, man, this little movie keeps adding people to it and it sounds more and more interesting. They've just added Demon Hansu and Ginger Spice to the cast. Yes, Ginger Spice from the Spice Girls, uh, has joined up there. So, and they've also just started filming. So let's go, baby. Let's see what happens with Gran Turismo. Uh, so J.D. Dillard, who we just talked about, honestly, about him not moving forward on a Star Wars movie, he was also looking to do a Rocketeer sequel for Disney+. Plus. Uh, sounds like he's not moving forward on that either, so I don't know why he's dropping on Star Wars and Rocketeer. Maybe he just doesn't want to work with Disney. I don't know. Dr. Death Season 2. Edgar Ramirez is going to take the lead role in the upcoming Peacock series. I... Loved Dr. Death season one. I, that is a show when a lot of people say like, Hey, what's something real good that I should watch. That's based on a true story. I say, go to Peacock and watch Dr. Death season one with Joshua Jackson. It is an awesome, awesome show. Um, and it is, it's based on a true story. It's insane. Um, so check that out, uh, right away. If not, Get ready for season two because Edgar Ramirez is stepping in now, but Edgar Ramirez is playing somebody totally different. This is going to be an anthology type series. So this is not them continuing the story of Dr. Death. This is just somebody else that had kind of a crazy story to tell. So um, I'm not sure what direction they're taking season two. We just know that Edgar Ramirez will be the lead and that's great. That's a great fit there. I like that. Halloween ends a digital release will be this week. And then of course the f physical media release will follow in December. So there you go. For those of you waiting to uh, get your hands on the digital copy of Halloween ends, even though you can stream it right now on Peacock for free. Nicholas cage is set to start a new horror film directed by Osgood Perkins. And it's called long legs. So sign me up. I love that. Uh, Roar Uthog, his new creature feature, uh, Troll, is getting a December release over on Netflix. Uh, James Wan confirms that the Conjuring Universe film The Crooked Man has been scrapped. And this pisses me off. Because you gave me three Annabelles. The Annabelle movies suck. I don't care about the stupid little doll. In Conjuring 2, there was this awesome character called the Crooked Man. Creepy as fuck. He was so good. And I remember watching that movie going, I want to see more of that guy. I want to see a Crooked Man movie. And after the movie came out and they started to say, hey, we're going to do another Annabelle. They said, we're going to do a Crooked Man movie. And this was several years ago. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. And then we heard nothing. And now we get the news that it's been scrapped. Why? I don't know. Why are we doing all these other spinoffs and crazy things and not the Crooked Man? The Crooked Man is so cool. So that really bums me out, man. It really, really does. Okay, moving along. Partner Track has been canceled over on Netflix. I don't even know what that show is. Netflix has also canceled The Imperfects. This was a show I was thinking about trying. Glad I didn't bother because it is now canceled. Uh, let's see here. Some more casting. Lawrence DeMille and Damon DeHoob De have joined the CW's DC Comics Gotham Knights that nobody gives a fuck about, but they're joining the cast. I don't know why people are signing up for this thing. <laughs> this show looks so damn bad. Um, now CW is under new ownership. I don't think DC shows are going to last on there much longer. Uh, the CW ownership has also said that only a couple shows are going to survive into the fall of 2023. So they're looking to do all their own stuff. I think they want to move away from the uh, current presentations they have on there. So we'll see how it goes. Bad sisters has been renewed for season two over on Apple TV plus, um, resident 
The residence has added Hawaii Five O alum Ian Anthony Dale as Billy's new suitor. And you can get a sneak peek at his debut up on her Twitter page. Uh, I like this guy. He was awesome on Hawaii Five O. I love that show. He was a great addition to the team. So good to see him landing on another popular show like The Resident. Um, Viola Davis is set to star in a new action thriller called G20. She'll be playing an American president who must bring all of her statecraft and military experience uh, to bear to defend her family, her fellow leaders, and of course, the world in G20. So like to see Viola Davis there in a big action thing. Uh, NBC and local TV programming are set to stream live on Peacock beginning later this month. So at the very end of this month, if you don't have regular cable, you don't have a way to watch NBC live. You can see stuff on demand. All of the shows that are on Peacock, or I should say all the shows on NBC stream on Peacock 24 hours later, but you can't watch it live. One of the really cool things about Paramount Plus is that you can watch CBS live through the app. And that's something that a lot of these other apps are like, you know what? We should do something like that. So Peacock is updating and they have a channel section on their app that you can go to and you can actually choose NBC live and you can watch NBC streaming live as it airs on TV on Peacock. So for example, if you want to watch Saturday night live on Saturday night at nine o'clock or 10 o'clock or whenever it airs, you can watch it live on Peacock through that channel, or you can watch on demand 24 hours later on Sunday. So it gives you some options to watch stuff live if you want, which is a really cool option to have. Like I said, I like that feature on Paramount+. Plus. I think it's cool that they're doing it, and it'd be nice to see if anybody else jumps on board. That, again, will launch at the end of the uh, month. Um, Shout-out time. I do want to shout-out. I um, forgot to do this at the beginning, uh, but myself and Friggins jumped on... Uh, our boy Peeps show last week, and we did a She-Hulk wrap-up. We did a full spoiler review. I think maybe I did talk about this on last week's show, but I'm going to pimp it out one more time. Uh, we went on and we talked about She-Hulk the whole season in a full spoiler review. So check out myself, Peeps Friggins, talking about this on the People's Forum, which is streaming on Red Dragons Radio. So you can go check out that episode now on demand for those of you that maybe missed it. A Snoop Dogg biopic is in the works from the Black Panther 2 writer. So there you go. Uh, we have the trailer for Mind Cage, which is a new Martin Lawrence copycat killer movie. So yeah, psychological crime thriller. Get it, Martin Lawrence? Get it. We got an article up with David Harbour talking about the Thunderbolts. So check that out. Uh, we have a trailer for Christmas, Bloody Christmas. That's right. Killer Santa goes on a rampage in a new slasher film. We already have Violent Night coming out in a couple weeks, but now we got Christmas, Bloody Christmas. So why not? Let's go. Um, Kevin Feige addresses the Ryan Coogler Secret Wars rumor. Uh, and right now he swears, yo, we did not talk to Ryan Coogler about doing Secret Wars. We haven't had that discussion. That is a fake rumor that's going around. So at this point, We'll maybe take his word for it, and we'll believe, wink, wink, that he hasn't talked to Ryan Coogler about Avengers Secret Wars. So we'll keep you posted still on who's going to take over the directorial duties on that one. The Welcome to Dairy It prequel series has found its showrunners, so that's very cool there. Two talented writers uh, have jumped on to help showrun this prequel series for It, which I'm very, very excited about. We have the new trailer for Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I could care less about this film, but I know a lot of people like it. So check out his stop motion trailer that just dropped. We also have the new trailer for I Want to Dance with Somebody. That's right. The Whitney Houston biopic. So check that out if you're interested. Dune, the Sisterhood prequel series has added Travis Fimmel to the cast. Um, Let's see here. We have um, an article up with Ryan Johnson talking about doing more Knives Out sequels. Of course, we already knew he was going to do more, um, but now we're just getting confirmation, I guess, from him directly. But uh, Glass Onion, of course, coming out in theaters uh, Thanksgiving weekend, and then a month later we'll be streaming on Netflix. So looking really forward to Glass Onion. I think this movie looks awesome. HBO Max series Dead Boy Detectives has added Caitlin Riley and Max Jenkins to the cast. This, of course, is a spinoff from Doom Patrol. Uh, don't know much about this, but uh, yeah, coming soon. 
The uh, Wind River, the next chapter, that's right. Martin Seinmeier is set to reprise his role for the Kari Skoglin directed sequel. No word yet if Jeremy Renner um, or Elizabeth Olsen will be returning from the first movie. Uh, but yes, Wind River getting a sequel. Wind River, the next chapter. Jenna Ortega says that the action and the gore in Scream 6 will distract from the absence of Sydney. That's right. She says you're going to love this movie so much. You're not going to even think about where Nev Campbell's character is at. Uh, I find that hard to believe because I need Sydney. Hello, Sydney. I love Sydney, and I'm very sad she's not in Scream 6. But, hey, I'm glad to hear that the team thinks that uh, they got a good enough movie that will distract us from wondering where Sydney is at. It is confirmed that Avatar The Way of Water is running for three hours and ten minutes. That's right. Three hours and ten minutes for the Avatar sequel. Uh, James Cameron addressed it, and he basically said, yo, this movie's over a decade in the making. We got a lot of story to tell. <laughs> so even though he's got like five more movies in the works, he's got three hours and ten minutes to talk about for the sequel. And I'm there for it, man. I think this movie looks so good, and I am ready, ready to go. All right, moving along. Don't forget John Wick Chapter 4 in theaters March 24th, the day after my birthday. That's going to be a good birthday, man. Got some John Wick to take me home. Let's go. Looking really, really forward to that one. Um, So I like this right here, right? So last week's show, we talked about Netflix doing a Gears of War movie, right? Now, one person that loves Gears of War and has always felt he should be uh, the Marcus Phoenix of Gears of War is Dave Batista. Dave has been a longtime fan of Gears of War and has been really trying to get a Gears of War movie going since he joined Hollywood. Um, and then nothing's happened. And there was a point many, many, many years ago when one of the Gears of War games came out and a Dave Batista downloadable character was a part of the game because that's how important it was to Dave and the team knew it. So they put him in the game, right? As a playable character. So it's funny because now we got the word that Netflix is making a Gears of War movie. So Batista himself uh, tweeted out the commercial that he did many, many years ago for the Gears of War game of him becoming Marcus Phoenix. Uh, and he tweeted, I can't make this any easier. Hashtag Gears of War, hashtag Netflix, hashtag Marcus Phoenix. Uh, I love this, man. And and I love, you know, Dave Batista. he always says he's a dream chaser, right? And and that's what's smart, man. He, he's got passion for this project. He's got passion for this character. And he's like, yo, Netflix, you making this? I'm ready. I can't make this any easier. I'm your dude. Like, I will do this movie for you. And I just love it. I love it. Go get it, Dave. This is going to be the dumbest shit ever if they cast a Marcus Phoenix that is not Dave Batista. I'm telling you, if he comes out like this and he says, I can't make this any easier, give me this role, I want to join your film, and they don't give it to him, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. And there's a lot of rumors that Zack Snyder might actually do this movie, which is perfect because, of course, Dave did Army of the Dead with him, so we could see a, a little reuniting here. But uh, we'll keep you posted. We will keep you posted, but I love that Dave is fighting for this role, and that is awesome. In a little bit, or I should say a lot of bit for a lot of people, of sad news, I feel like every episode I got to talk about a death, and I hate this part of the show, um, but Kevin Conroy. Uh, best known for voicing Batman on the Warner Brothers long-running television series, Batman the Animated Series, passed away just the other day at the age of 66 years old. The actor passed away from a short battle with cancer. Um, very, very sad to hear. Of course, the voice community loves him. For a lot of uh, people in this geek community, he is Batman. He is the voice of Batman. Um, you know, for me, I don't count animated stuff and I, that's not to be a dick and I, and I don't mean to take anything away from it. Just for me, when I think Batman, I think live action, I don't think about animated too much, but for a lot of people like my buddies, friggins and peeps and everybody, when they think about Batman, they include animated and they love Kevin Conroy. Um, and he's a great Batman voice. Don't get me wrong. He's an awesome Batman voice. Uh, but a lot of people think of him as the quintessential Batman, right? Like when you say, who's the best Batman, I've seen a lot of people say Kevin Conroy and that's, that's the, um, stamp that he has put on this business. And it was really sad to see the other day that he had passed away at just 66 years old. Um, so, you know, definitely thoughts and prayers, 
uh, to uh, Kevin Conroy's friends and family. And I'll take a second here to honor that. Okay. So uh, Simu Liu, of course, uh, Shang-Chi, he is teasing his involvement in Avengers The King Dynasty. He basically says, I'll be there. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I don't see why he wouldn't be, right? We know Shang-Chi will probably be in an Avengers film. Plus, we know that the director of Avengers King Dynasty is Dustin Detton Creighton, um, who did Shang-Chi. So, of course, he'd probably put his boy in the movie. Um, so, um, Dustin Detton Creighton. Um, so why not? Right. I mean, it just, it makes sense. I think everybody from phase four and whoever's left from phase one, two, and three is going to be in the Avengers films. Um, so looking forward to that. So I can't wait to hear what the next project is for Shang-Chi. Um, it sounds like they still want to do. I am legend Two. Francis Lawrence gives a little update on the sequel. Um, says, you know, definitely teasing his contribution. They're still talking about it. I think it just kind of got shelved after the whole Oscars thing for a minute, but I think we'll get back to it here soon. Um, Alex, Alexis Rodney is joining Theo James in Netflix's uh, The Gentleman series. So that should be pretty cool there as that moves forward. Avatar The Last Airbender and SpongeBob movies are getting theatrical dates in 2025. So if you're looking for some new animated stuff, there you go. Chris Evans and of course The Rock are currently filming their new holiday movie Red One. And uh, they also announced that J.K. Simmons has joined the cast and he's actually playing Santa Claus. So there you go. Uh, We got some first look photos of J.K. and Chris Evans and The Rock all on set for Red One, which will be a holiday movie. I believe that'll come out next Christmas on Amazon Prime Video. Let's see. Carla Cugino is leading Peacock's new drama thriller, Leopard Skin. Netflix has ordered a series adaptation of the Judy Bloom novel, Forever. Sandra Oh joins Robert Downey Jr. in HBO's The Sympathizer series. The Spiderwick Chronicles has added Mom- uh, Mamona Tamata and Aliva Aline Lynn to the cast. I didn't even know they were making a new Spiderwick Chronicles, so pretty cool there. We have the teaser trailer for The Witcher Blood Origin. So yes, The Witcher spinoff is here, and you can check out that first teaser trailer. We also have the teaser trailer for Scrooge a Christmas Carol, which is Netflix's animated movie that's coming soon, so check that out. Kumal Nanjiani comments on Eternals 2 rumors, and he also says he would love to work with Miss Marvel. Uh, So basically, in an essence, Kumal says he loves his character from the Eternals. He said nothing has come through yet as far as a sequel for Eternals, but he hopes to get back to his character pretty soon. And out of everybody in the MCU, he really wants to team up and and do something with Miss Marvel. He said he loved that show a lot, and he could definitely see their characters interacting, which I can too, man. I think it would be pretty cool. So. Let's see what happens in the future of the MCU here. So Guy Ritchie had a new movie that was supposed to come out many, many months ago called Operation Fortune. This is a new Jason Statham action movie that was supposed to come out actually in March of this year, many, many, many months ago. Um, And then the movie got delayed and then it was supposed to come out in the summer and then it got taken off the list and then we never heard anything about it again. Now rumor has it that it is in a bidding war for a streaming debut. So we might be seeing this movie pop up on your favorite streamer very, very soon. So I don't know what happened to this film. I don't know why it got taken off theatrical. It looks really good. It's got a great cast. All the Jason Statham movies have been making pretty good money lately. So I don't really get what happened here. And it's a Guy Ritchie film. So it's got a lot of going for it. But we'll see what happens if it hits a streamer here soon. We'll keep you posted. Um, Wakanda Forever's Thursday preview night beat the original Black Panther film, which is really cool there. That's a big, big win there. James Gunn and Peter Safran say that they're mapping out an eight to 10 year plan for the DC universe. Congratulations. This is awesome. I love to hear this. And this is why we were excited that James Gunn and Peter Safran were named the head of DC studios, um, because we need a plan. We need a plan. Nobody's been directing this ship of all these DC projects. Everything just feels like it's in its own little pocket. We need to make a cohesive thing. I think James Gunn is the best for this because he's been around the Marvel machine. He has learned from Kevin Feige. And I think he's going to take us on a good, good adventure here where movies are connected and will tell an overall bigger story. So I love that they're mapping out a very big long-term plan 
and hopefully we'll stick to that plan. We found out that the follow-up to Searching, which by the way, Searching is an incredible movie. If you haven't seen it yet, check it out. The new film is called Missing, and it's been given an early 2023 release date. So looking forward to this one here. Searching was done all from social media, video cameras, phone cameras. Like it was done in this really cool, unique style, and that's what Missing should be looking like. So definitely takes you on, on a journey. Anthony Mackie, he's got a new creature feature coming called Elevation, and it's looking for a 2024 release date. Susanna Hoffs of The Bangles is adapting her debut novel for a movie over at Universal called The Bird Has Flown. Everything's Trash is canceled over at Freeform after just one season. Uh, and another crazy death, Gallagher. Remember Gallagher? He was a comic who just smashed a lot of stuff and, and got stuff in your face. <laughs> I grew up with Gallagher, man. The guy was awesome. Uh, he passed away on November 11th at the age of 76. So thoughts and prayers to Gallagher, uh, his friends and family there. Chrissy Metz is set to star in and executive produce a James Patterson detective drama called Help Me Rhonda in her first This Is Us TV role. So congratulations there. Uh, Mandy Moore, also from This Is Us, is going to star in Twin Flames, which is a series adaptation over on Hulu in her first This Is Us TV role. Um, we have the first season two trailer for Gossip Girl, so check that out. Good Night and Good Luck series is in the works over at AMC from George Clooney. A Disney Plus um, little Ghibli studio Mandalorian short with Grogu has come out. It is very short. It is animated. And it should be streaming right now. I haven't looked for it on Disney Plus myself, but it looks like I think it hit yesterday on Sunday, uh, November 13th. So that should be streaming now, but yeah, it's supposed to be a little short, uh, called, uh, Zen Grogu and dust bunnies. It's a hand-drawn animated short. So there you go there. Uh, black Panther Wakanda forever took in 28 million on its Thursday previews and is among the top 15 of the preview nights that have ever happened. Ashley Tisdale is set to star in a CBS single camera comedy called brutally honest. Hulu's Chris Estrada comedy, This Fool, has been renewed for another season. We have your full 2022 CMA Awards complete winner list, so check that out if you want to know who won. Chris Rock is about to make history as the first artist to perform live on Netflix. That's right, the legendary comedian, writer, director, and actor. His newest comedy special will premiere live globally in early 2023 exclusively on Netflix. This is awesome. I love stand-up comedy. I love Chris Rock. And this is really cool that he's going to be doing it live. So I love it. Uh, the Witcher Blood Origin, once again, will officially hit Netflix on December 25th. So Merry Christmas to you. And once again, you can check out that first teaser trailer on our Twitter page. Warrior Nun Season 2 is now streaming on Netflix. I watched Season 1. I liked it a little bit. <laughs> I didn't love it. Um, I tried to watch season two. I watched the first episode and was kind of like, meh, why am I watching this show? So I don't know if I'll continue on with it. It's got a cool concept, but it just doesn't fully execute on it. Um, Joe Berlinger's next installment in the crime scene documentary examines the eerie connections between the still unsolved mysteries um, of murders of three young women. Crime scene, the Texas killing fields will premiere on November 29th over on Netflix. Uh, we have the trailer for the low tone club, which is Disney Plus's new Latin American original series. We have the season three trailer for the cuphead show half baked Two. Rachel true is set to reprise her role in the upcoming sequel. At least somebody is. We'll talk about that in a second. Yellowstone 1923. We have your first look images of Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren on the Dutton Ranch. That's right in the big spinoff. And we also have the first teaser trailer for it. So check that out. Because, of course, Yellowstone came back as well for its new season. And it made big, big records over the weekend for its debut. So a lot of people still loving that Yellowstone, man. This is a hard show to beat. Um, Kiki Palmer is set to host SNL in December with musical guest SZA. Hannah Waddingham has joined the high-flying cast of Ryan Gosling's adventure film, The Fall Guy. So great addition there. Hannah Waddingham, of course, from Ted Lasso. I love her on that show. So that's going to be a great addition to The Fall Guy. Um, let's see here. 
Oh yeah, so going back to Half-Baked 2, Dave Chappelle and Jim Brewer will not be returning for the direct-to-TV sequel. That's right. Um, I think you can kind of guess it, right? As soon as you heard Half-Baked 2, you're like, I don't think Dave Chappelle's going to do this shit. And I haven't seen Jim Brewer in like a decade, um, but neither are coming back for this sequel. So there you go. Um, And by the way, Yellowstone prequel 1923 is going to hit Paramount Plus in December. Uh, let's see here. We already talked about that. We already talked about that. We already talked about that. RRR. This is a movie I have not watched yet, but a lot of people have. It's an Indian movie. Um, it's an action film. I believe it's streaming on Netflix and a lot of people that saw it loved it. I think Friggins really loved this film. Uh, and a lot of people have been wondering, will we get a sequel? Well, director SS Rajamuli has confirmed that a sequel is in the works. Yes. RRR two is in development. So there you go. We're going to get another one. So I guess I'll have to watch that first one. There were rumors a while back that uh, we were going to get another Pirates of the Caribbean movie, but this one's going to be led by Margot Robbie. But then we haven't really heard much lately, but Margot Robbie herself said that Disney has canceled the movie. That's right. They have scrapped it. So it does not look like we're going to get that female Pirates of the Caribbean movie that they were talking about. So I'm good with that. We can move on. We have the trailer for Empire of Light. This is Sam Mendez's latest movie, so you can check that out. Uh, we talked about it earlier. I just want to reiterate Smile, one of the biggest horror, biggest hits of the year. This movie that was made for like $15 million and made like 200 something million worldwide. Such a profitable film. Well, even though it's still in the top five at the box office, we'll hit Paramount Plus tomorrow. So there you go. You can start streaming that. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it again for sure. Len Goodman from Dancing with the Stars set to step down as a judge after season 31. Now, it looks like Disney Plus is getting a major price hike. It's going to go from $7.99 a month to $10.99 a month. So, big jump there. But they're running a special right now. If you pay for a whole year up front, you're going to get that year for $80. So, instead of paying $110, you're getting it for $80. $79.99. So, Got that article up on our Twitter page. If you want to take advantage of it, prepay ahead. You can save before the price hike. So want to save you all some money. And then that extra money that you save, you can go ahead and support the show and Venmo us or Cash App us and let me know you appreciate it. So there you go. Seth Rogen set to star in, write, and direct a new Apple TV Plus comedy. So I'm on board for that. I love it. Um, Home Economics is adding community grad Daniel Pudi. Uh, as Connor's blank. I don't want to spoil it for nobody, but I love home economics and I love Daniel Pudi. Uh, he's also on Mythic Quest, so a great addition here for home economics for sure. CBS mid-season schedule has the True Lies reboot, RuPaul game show, Lingo, uh, the Equalizers return, and a whole bunch more. So if you want to see when your shows are coming or going, check out our CBS mid-season schedule. I've been waiting to see when this new True Lies reboot was going to hit. I actually already saw this pilot back in July. And I was like, I've been asking myself, where the hell is this show at? Now I found out it's finally coming in the mid season schedule. So I'll talk about that more as we get closer, but yes, I've already seen that pilot many, many months ago. Andor's first two episodes are set to air on ABC, FX and Freeform this Thanksgiving. So look at that, man. So if you somehow don't have Disney plus and you want to see Andor, you can see it on a lot of different networks. I'm way behind on Andor. I, It's so funny to me because I don't like this show. This show is super boring to me. It's not my kind of Star Wars that I like. And I've just struggled. Like, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. So it's kind of a chore to put this show on, to be honest. So I'm several episodes behind. And it's funny because I have several friends on one side totally agree with me. They're like, dude. It is such a chore to watch this fucking show. It's so boring. And then we are, we're we're all on this side of the party. But then on the other side of the party, there's a lot of people that are like, this is the greatest thing Star Wars has ever done. And I love it. This show's so great. And I'm just like, I don't get it. And I don't get what y'all see in this show. I'm happy that you're enjoying it because I like when people enjoy stuff. But I just don't understand. Even my wife is like, dude, we're watching this show again. This show sucks. And I'm like, I know, but we got to watch it because it's Andor and it's Star Wars. <laughs> but it is. It's a chore when you put it on. You're like, do we have 45, 50 minutes to kill? Because we got to watch this shit. Um, so 
But a lot of people really like it. So there you go. So Disney Plus giving some people over on ABC, FX, and Freeform a way to check it out. Uh, Let's see here. And then some other sad news. Again, I got to report my third death on this episode. Jesus. Days of Our Lives alum and Jennifer Aniston's father, John Aniston, has passed away at the age of 89. Um, So, you know, but lived an amazing life, man. I remember this guy so well in Days of Our Lives as Victor. Uh, my mom, you know, who who passed away many years ago, but my mom loved Days of Our Lives. So growing up, every time I came home from school, she was watching Days of Our Lives. And I remember Victor, you know, like I never really watched this show, but I remember this TV show always being on. And I remember this character. And it wasn't until recently that I even found out that he was Jennifer Aniston's dad, which is crazy. Uh, so very interesting, but uh, but but very sad news. And I know that um, uh, Peacock has also tweeted out and confirmed uh, the release date for his last episode uh, as Victor Caracas. Um, since you know, of course, Days of Our Lives airs exclusively on Peacock now. So uh, thoughts and prayers to his friends and family as well. Stranger Things creators teased the final season. They said we did get the executives to cry during the pitch meeting. So uh, Duffer Brothers talking about season five. They're saying that it will have a lot of the tone of season one, but also a lot of the drama of season four. But it just sounded like a really good mix when they explained it because season one's amazing and this last season was incredible. Probably my favorite season. So I love to hear that's going to be a mix of things. Just sucks that it's not going to come out to like 2024. Um but we're very excited for some more Stranger Things. And on that note, my friends, that brings us to the end of our show. So man, I can't believe we came into the 50 minute mark. I, I thought we were actually only at like 30, but I guess that's what happens when you're having fun. So thank you for joining me on this 50 minute ride. I hope I've got you all caught up and I hope you're ready to go for the rest of the week. Let's do some shout outs. Am I on the air.com is our official webpage. So make sure you bookmark that. Make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash am I on the air. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at am I on the air. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at DXDonMega, so make sure you follow both feeds so you always know what's going down. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcast or Spotify or iHeartRadio, Amazon Prime Music, uh, Google Podcast, Stitcher. We're on everything, so make sure you just, wherever you like to listen to podcasts, search Am I on the Air and subscribe. Um, and, of course, you could subscribe to us on YouTube, Instagram, um, TikTok, just search Am I on the Air? Give us a follow. We appreciate it. Of course, I do quick thought video reviews that are always 60 seconds or less on all our movies on TikTok, and I share them on Instagram as well, too. So make sure you follow for that. Um, and great shout outs to our awesome affiliates, reddragonsradio.com. Follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio. Uh, that's where our show is always streaming along with everything else. And our great affiliates at Pop Culture Pros. So make sure you follow them on Twitter at popculture underscore pros. And that'll do it for me on this Monday, November the 14th. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, This weekend, I don't know what we'll be checking out. You know, it's my daughter's birthday this weekend, so I'm going to be kind of busy. If I do get to a theater, it'll probably be to see Black Panther again. But we'll see how that all shakes out. But we'll have plenty to talk about on next week's episode. Same bad time, same bad channel. And until next time, y'all, peace. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!